Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Dang, clean up that office. Dang. Because he ain't going to be around no more. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Got from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? Georgia? Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls at the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? Welcome, everybody, to Throw the Flag, episode 55, where we are carrying on well, our... my time went so quickly, <laughs> I went lickety-splickly. Wait, did you I'll say 55? 55. <laughs> this, is, this is 55, well, and I, it actually just so reminded me of... I was going to start the episode so off talking about how I just saw an ad for the new James I Patterson book about... Uh, who was the... Who was the Patriots tight end? Hernandez? Gronkowski? Oh, Hernandez. No, the murderer. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron. Not the one who got murdered. Um, who was allegedly but, gay. But, uh, yeah, James Patterson writing a book about uh, Hernandez now. So And an ominous commercial it is to boot. It is, right? It's really weird. This Coke. guy's kind of Mexican looking. <laughs> he killed a shitload of people. It's, but we're pasting it as American because, you know, he played for the Patriots. Gordita. Urban Meyer. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's what I was going to start out on. However, just seeing the words 55 reminds me of um, the time when Creel thought the words to I Can't Drive 65 by Sammy Hagar was uh, 55. <laughs> uh, I might have got that confused with that ZZ, T- ZZ Top song. Were they saying 55? Is, is that, that the same song? No, it's not the same song. Okay. <laughs> and he's thinking about cheap sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, episode 55 of Throw the Flag. We're continuing our internationally sensational offseason segment, a little something we like to call Rating the Coaches. Who's getting fired what? What? because everybody's sexually assaulting? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, off, uh, off the field news during, during the off season. Um, woo. So we got ourselves a little doozy, don't we boys? This isn't necessarily brewing football. If only it happened to you. Just want to say right now, I want to say right up front, we are not the podcast who is equipped to handle the delicacy of this situation. So if you do not want to hear poorly made jokes, Okay. And probably bad takes. This is the time to uh, ski-daddle. Well, we are not the best podcast to handle this. Well, the uh, we have, uh, of course, are talking about the recent um, Larry Nasser sentencing. Um, the gymnastics coach, longtime gym- gymnastics coach that was convicted of uh, assaulting 150 Young girls, 
Um, how did we get a worse story than Sandusky? Uh, how that's, did this, this happen? That that was where I was ultimately going to end up, and and mm. Creel will, oh, sorry. will 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 enlighten <laughs> us how, why this is connected to Michigan State. Obviously, he worked there. He was the he was the doctor there, but yeah, um, that's where he did this. His is this is a this is even rape. worse than Penn State. It is Penn it's rape. worse. Yep. Much worse. How how did this happen within what seven years or so? If that, how long ago was that thing? Well, was, this. Uh, 2011 that Paterno that was his last season so yeah it's, it's been six six uh football seasons like uh seven years Fucking like this November child molestation is now college football's jeepers creepers now this is not um necessarily college football related but it is you know collegiate it's ath- all college ath- football ath- related athletics uh mark <laughs> it happened at Michigan State what the hell else are they known for <laughs> basketball mark mark Emmer is the you know <laughs> President of all college athletics, not just uh, college football. Um, Creel, why, why don't you why don't you tell us tell us how this is connected to Michigan State? Well, sure. Uh, so it as uh, as you began the story with the uh, the doctor, uh, he was employed there. But uh, tan- what makes this so much worse is that there was a pattern of not just this doctor and 150 girls, but almost every sport. There had been some uh, sexual misconduct, uh, you know, done by athletes or coaches, and the yeah, university Michigan State just, already had a bad record on this, right? And the university wasn't very forthcoming with helping out with investigations or letting you know Department X know that this was going on at Department Y. You know, the paperwork would get lost. Someone would, uh, you know, erase a name or not disclose all the facts to somebody investigating it. So there was just you know a series of uh, of bad bad management of a lot of small crises, which have evolved into you know one mega crisis that the university appears to or, or wanted to sort of sweep a lot of this under the rug and not uh, address the root cause that uh, fundamentally a lot of the people in the athletics program appeared to think that the image of the university was much more important in sort of not dealing with the problem instead of addressing it and uh, bringing it to an end. So it seems like there's a little bit of criminal corruption involved because they're, they weren't being forthcoming with stuff. They were suppressing information. Um, when investigators would come, they wouldn't help them out. So it's just, you know, from top to bottom, just a series of collapses. So, uh, you know, there's writing on the wall, the athletics director resigned last week and there's talk that yeah. the the two biggest guns in the athletic program that are left uh Izzo and D'Antonio will be next on the chopping block so Yeesh. which is kind of, and I mean it's nuts right you uh people our age at least remember the 92 Olympics for for the dream team but also for for the the gymnastics team uh, most notably, yeah. Carrie, Carrie Strug, who finished, you know, I don't know if it was a perfect vault, but it was like a, you know, as, as close to a perfect vault as possible on one leg, uh, stuck the landing and then rushed into the arms of her coaches, Bella Lugosi and Larry Nasser. And that was 26 years ago. Yeah, that was the 96 Olympics. That was the Atlanta 96, one, so 96. Yeah. Sorry. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy that, that that fool was around for that long and that it's just a long, long history of uh, abuse and uh, the university sort of turning a blind eye to it, 
so that so to me it seems a, a lot worse than the Penn State one because this was so much more problematic and so many so many more accusations than than what happened in Sandusky and even less of a response from the administration yeah. here as opposed to Penn State. So to me, it's a much, much bigger uh, problem. What do, you, what do you guys think about it? Better or, I guess not better, but uh, more, <laughs> more damning, more worse than the Penn State one? <laughs> it's, uh, go ahead, Hankins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I, uh, so, oh, uh, there were details of this thing that I don't even want to disgusting repeat because they are as ashes in my mouth mm-hmm. um, about you know, there were details about both of them. They're terrible. But some of these things in this one were just so awful and it took so long. And I, for me, it, it it's made worse by Penn State never felt to me like an active cover up in the way that this one right. did. Mm-hmm. This one and it and there's the whole the the wrapping of is the Olympics, so everything's wrapped in the flag too, and that is really ugly and nasty. And the victims in this case, we knew most of them. Yeah, they're visible. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're they're people that that like you said that some when, hey, when we were kids, those we saw yeah. those those girls were about our age. Um, some of them were and. Ugh, it's bad, dude. It is. Yeah, this for me, this one is worse um, just because of all the extracurricular mitigating factors. And what seemed, it could have been stopped at any time. Like Sandusky seemed to sort of operate in. Like a rogue. In shadow. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was a systematic, like, all right, we're just going to ignore it. I mean, he must have been a hell of a fucking doctor, right? He had to be the best doctor. I guess if, to get away with it for so long, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, I think if they're willing to ignore I mean, all that, that might be part of it. But I think a, a large motivation to look the other way or sweep this under the rug, whatever you want to call it, from Michigan State is to, and the USA Gymnastics Board, and it's not just Michigan State, but right, um, is to not be associated with it. You know, if you. You know, if if you don't report it, then it never happened at your school and your career isn't tied forever to like Joe Paterno's the the Sandusky stuff happened in the, you know, ultimate twilight of his career. And there may have been or, you know, the the reporting and everything happened in the ultimate twilight of his career. And I think there had to be something in his head that said, well, you know, if if this comes out while I'm here, then my legacy, my 50 year legacy is always going to be tied to in the same breath, child molestation. And I think the same, the same thing happened at Michigan state. Um, oh, that's, that's insane. I've never loved any job that much. That's what I can't, uh, I can't rationalize. Like there's no job that I, or no legacy that I would hold in such high esteem that I'd be like, cause my fear, and I'm not saying this is somebody who's motivated by altruism, because one of the things of the reporting of this that has gotten on my nerves is how everybody has to stop in the middle of whatever they're saying to drop into a very low register and speak yeah. very seriously about how awful this was. We know it was terrible. We don't need you reporting anybody to say how bad it was. We get it. But like, I have, I don't, my fear would have been like, Oh shit, this can't come out on my watch. I'm telling today. Right. I am telling it all. As soon as I see the first document, I am tattle telling. 
there's a nasty Nate down there in that doctor's office, and somebody <laughs> needs to come get him. Because yeah, y'all ain't putting this on me. I think that the, a lot of, uh, you know, outside of this, uh, it happened with the Catholic Church and other organizations where abuse was just sort of swept under the rug. And I think that hopefully we are, uh, you know, sometime in the future that when something does happen, the first person that sees it, you know, creates a fuss and doesn't stop fighting and makes sure that their voice is heard before, you know, it's the, the vic- there's more than one victim involved. So I think hopefully in the future that's what happens is, uh, you know, I, I agree with, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty, but, you know, when that accusation comes up, you know, give the doctor uh, uh, a month of, you know, paid leave off or something like that. Investigate it. Don't let him continue to be there and operate in that sort of situation where the accusation uh, first occurred. And I hope that's where organizations, companies, uh, universities, that's that's where they their policies hopefully will will uh, be changed for the better towards. And this thing just kept getting weirder. He had that awful letter, and then the judge <laughs> had that grandstanding promo. Yeah, and yeah. she's signing the death. I was like, "What is? Is everybody here just looking to get on TV? Yeah, this is the strangest thing t-shirts. I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah, death warrant signed by judge. Whenever I oh. hear the term." Uh, death warrant sign your death warrant I always um, it reminds me of uh, Jim Ross uh, talking about how somebody like hit X-Pac really hard in the ring one time and they he said they signed his professional death warrant <laughs> um, well what my 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 last question uh, is so as the Sandusky scandal didn't necessarily, you know, residually, but didn't necessarily hit non-football Penn State sports, does this affect Michigan State football at all, other than in the sense that it hits the entire athletic department? If they get D'Antoni, it does. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think uh, at least in the short term, uh, I think – Recruiting whoever's calling, yeah, whoever's calling the shots there, they have to make a, a fresh, clean start. Um, he's got to fall on the sword. Uh, whether he was into covering stuff up or not being truthful, uh, you've got to make a clean break from this. Everyone involved in, in the university, hopefully they see that, that, you know, at least for the next two or three years, uh, football, we aren't going to be great, but uh, Penn State was able to turn it around. We can do the same thing, so have the moral high ground now, and it'll pay off later, I think. And I, I think was, it, it gets football the most because of volume of people who are in the program with the potential to mess up. So now, and what I mean by that is, now, obviously the culture is very different now than it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But now the the guy who smacked around girl at bar – um, that incident now at Michigan State is no longer just suspend him, kick him off the team. Right. It's fire everybody now because now it's just the the microscope is on him. So yeah, I think f- there's a there is no margin for error for anybody in that program right now, and not that there should be. But how the fuck are you? Is Michigan State? How do you somehow? You're now the worst in the conference with Penn State as far as this kind of scandal. You're the worst How in the state. How do you pull that off? <laughs> yeah, the bar has been lowered, Hankins. I agree. Like, how 
surely no one can stoop any lower, but, you know, probably in a year from now we'll find something else that's just as uh, terrible. Just don't be so. Nick Saban. Just goddamn don't oh, be Oh, God, just stay out of the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> Let the Big Ten have this. Let this be their thing. <laughs> um... <laughs> like Nick Saban. I know who Krill's rooting for. I know who Krill hopes is the next <laughs> I know. I know. It turns out like Lovey Smith is actually the Zodiac killer. <laughs> That's why he's got those stupid. Those, great those were your words, now. not mine. <laughs> um, well, you know what, guys. One thing before you go, before we move on, Sean. Um, if Lovey Smith turned out to be the Zodiac killer, still not as bad as Michigan State. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That was the first thing on the top of my head. Well, congratulations <laughs> on all of us for treating that segment with respect and aplomb. Whew, whew, whew. Please get me somewhere I can say bad things now. When Creel, when Creel <laughs> said, uh, you know, D'Antonio doesn't have uh, a lot of room to for error, I was about to say, well, how old is he anyway? And we're about to find out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> quick, quick programming note in the coming weeks, we're going to be changing hosting providers for throw the flag. You'll need to add us again on your podcasting app under throw the flag football. This feed will remain up for another month. Then we'll change it over to reminder to look under a, the new location. Um, we have a website guys. Ooh. Yay! It's T- 1999. <laughs> and we'll talk more about websites in our episode of cold dog soup. <laughs> Uh, ttfnetwork.com there you can find news and notes about what's coming up uh, with the Throw the Flag Network our most recent episodes from our shows we are and we all have to write each other's bio oh yeah we should put bios yeah see yeah but we should all write somebody else we should pass it one over as to who writes who I think that's a great we should definitely not write our own I would like Creel to write mine (laughs) I'll write yours and you write mine. There we go. <laughs> All right. There we go. Devil's three way. Who's going to write Creel? <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Uh, we'll get, we'll get, I would also like for Creel to write Creels to be quite honest. We'll get our executive producer, Darren Kinner to, uh, to, to, okay. Ooh, all this. That's good. That's good. All, that's all very this content. Good. Um, we are taking on the coaches, of the big 10 today. Yay. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Who's the next to have a major scandal? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Come on, Jeff Brom. Come <laughs> on, Jeff I know you Brom. hate Purdue. We'll get there. Purdue hating Hankins. That was a... <laughs> oh, hating ass Hankins. <laughs> um, okay. Well, well, we'll start off with... Uh, with Creole's favorite coach of all time. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we get going, I, I need you to go through the how we rate people. Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I need that scale. <coughs> um, tried to hit the mute button there. It didn't work. Uh, number six. No, no, number one. Number one is the worst. If you, And one is the lowest. Number correct? one is the lowest. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Man. Dennis Dodd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one is back up the moving trucks because you're not going to be okay. around next year. Yeah. Whoa. Number two is fire the coordinators because we're not we're not quite ready to kick you out of town. Sure. But sure. we're ready to fire you, but we don't want to pay a buyout. Fire sure. the coordinators. We're gonna. Gotcha. You got to make some changes. You got to show us some results next year. Number two, fire the coordinators. Number three, we're gonna stay the course. And as we said last week, stay the course could be one of two things. You know, you just got a contract extension, so you don't necessarily deserve one. Or you are performing at 
the exact level of expectation and you don't deserve a contract extension yet. We're going to play this out another year. Stay the course. Okay. Number four, contract extension. We're going to extend that contract. Uh, we like you. Okay. We don't want another team to poach you if they try. We want it to be uh, fi- financially punitive to try to poach you. We're going to extend your contract. We love you. Poach the coach. Poach yeah. the coach. Number five. <laughs> number five is build a statue. Wow. Just okay. just like the University of Alabama did a couple years ago. They came out and they said, hey, Saban, what about this? Eh. Uh-huh. Number five, build a statue, and our new level of rating the coaches this year. The um, number six, rename the stadium. The Bill Snyder Memorial, number six, rename the stadium. All right. Thank you for going through the scale. We may continue. (laughs) Thank you very much for that. Um, All right. Well, now let's start off with Creel's favorite coach of all time. he has, uh, just kidding, he hates him, and he has some definite, concrete, specific, rational reasons for hating him. <laughs> I can't really argue with him on this one, looking at these numbers in front of me. Good God. Two and ten last year in his second e- Oof. Uh, five and 19 overall in two years at Illinois. Oof. Making $3 million a year, 59 years old. Oof. Your favorite mm. Chicago Bears coach and mine, Lovey Smith. I've been waiting a year for this. (laughs) Because last year, I think uh, I was down, I was at a one for him. Back up the moving trucks. This guy is no good for the program. And y'all had a nice little laugh about it. And I was dead serious. No one wanted to believe me. Well, there were some racial undertones. Well, Mm, overtones. That that was on your end, not mine. (laughs) Um, SM the SM. Right. So, uh,. You know, I appreciate you going through the scale, but we didn't go over this in the production meeting. I want to add oh, no. a level. Oh, no. oh, we have no. one as the floor. I want to. I want to put a zero down there, and the zero is reparations. Oh. Pay us back everything we paid you, and right off to the sunset. So I'm a zero for Lovey Smith. I want him to pay back. That entire, he's gotten six million dollars so, so far. So racial racial back. undertones from me is what you're saying. Reparations is not racial, man. You're making it racial, but I am not. Can we just call it remuneration? Would that be a would that be a compromise? We're all I guess we can call it a refund. How about a refund? I like it. I like it. Um, I was gonna call it you owe us. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I need a bailout, cause I can't win no games. I need a bailout. And my my reason for that is just, this is just, it's it's just just not gonna end well. Just cut it off here. I mean, Illinois has not been good for years and years and years and years and years. But Ron Zook was there, and they made a Rose Bowl. So don't tell me it can't be done, cause Ron Zook took them to a Rose Bowl. So I think it, something can't happen there, but this guy can, he's not the guy that can do it. So those are my reasons. All right. All right. All right. Hankins. God, it, there is nothing for me to argue for Levy Smith on. <laughs> There's no metric whatsoever. No metric. Um, did you like his new I'm, beard, though? Does that sort of I, I save did, him? Did, that beard, beard has really good. got me teetering on the edge. It is dope as hell. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say that given the fact that Illinois has been garbage for a long time, mm-hmm. and the only time in recent memory that they were any good, they had Ron Zook, who was a capable coach, right. and they had a dynamic player at quarterback, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whose first name was Juice, which is also dope as hell. <laughs> I'm going to give Lovey a two. I like it. Whoa. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, how short of a lease are you giving him? Like, does he have to make a bowl this year and he's safe? Or what is the cutoff? I think you just nailed it. I think a bowl appearance this year for Lovey. Shake things up. Get something going. Figure something out. Um, also, really bang hard on what happened at Michigan State. Just keep bringing that up all the time. Could be worse. <laughs> Say it could be worse. Um <laughs> But I think if you get the fight in the line out of six and six, six and five, whatever, get in the bowl game, then we we roll her over one more year at least. All right. Provided that this is pending beard. If he shaves that beard before the season <laughs> yeah, starts, you gotta, you gotta hang on back hair. up to trucks. <laughs> I don't think a lot of head coaches have facial hair. Can't trust I'm trying them. to think of Cannot anybody. Trust them. Mm. All right. Well, I I do like when Ur- when Evil Urban Meyer rocks that beard. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Pop, sad Papa Jones eating Urban Meyer. The <laughs> you know I was gonna give him a one, and then I was gonna give him a two, and then Creel uh-huh. gave him a zero. I am going to say, <laughs> oof. yeah, I'm gonna say two. Fire the coordinators. I was gonna say three. Stay Whoa. the course because Whoa. Illinois has been so bad. However. Yeah, yeah. Three million dollars ain't yeah. nothing. Uh, you know, five and nineteen is atrocious. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your two <laughs> to not be able to improve on three and nine is very yeah bad. to regress. <laughs> Thanks from three yeah. to nine to two and ten is not. Thanks, not a good. And one. I also want to say one other thing. Fully on board with zero being an official <laughs> additive. We to now have mix. seven levels. That oh, is okay. a great. That is a great level. Um, and thanks to Creel's uh, dogged statistics uh, mining here, they actually w- scored 1.3 less points per game in 2017. <laughs> God. To f- and it was 15. And that number was 15. 15 points yeah, a game. from 16 to 7. Yeah, 16 oh, to 15. You're not going to win. You're not going to win more than two games if you're scoring 15 points a game. Especially if your defense yeah. is giving up 32 points a game. They were yeah, you're, doubled, you're up doubled up on up. average. <laughs> <laughs> That's mm-hmm. difficult. Not a good look. Nope. Well, uh, going, uh, going over to, the, to another I-State, Indiana, Tom Allen's hey. young, young man, Tom Allen's his first year, 47, <laughs> not that young, uh, first year at uh, Indiana was this year. He went 5-8. and eight. Um, he, he actually coached the, um, the Indiana bowl game in 2016. Uh, they, they lost the foster farms bowl. Um, Tom Allen took over five and eight. He's making 1.8. It's Indiana. I'm actually going to say stay the course on Tom Allen. Yeah, let it ride. There's not a whole lot here. They they played very well in the first halves of game yeah. last year. 
they, so they, if he can convince his, what he needs to do is hire a motivational speaker at halftime, and I think they got this thing ready to roll. They should. Yeah, I think you're right. They need to hire Tim Allen to coach up Tom <laughs> Allen. <laughs> give him you guys <laughs> more power, more offense. <laughs> they, they need to. They need to hire Tim Allen. But like, do you remember how like Tim would? What was the neighbor's name? Wilson. Wilson. Wilson? Do you remember, Tim would always get like sage philosophical advice yes. from, mm-hmm. from Wilson. They need, to, they need that, and then completely need, botch it up when he would go up and, and retell it. That's that's yeah. what Tim Allen would do at halftime. We'll see. You know. See, Corn Fuchsia said, uh, <laughs> "Offense, the best offense is a good defense." What'd you say, Corn Fuchsia? Oh yeah, Corn Fuchsia. Maker of the corn chips. Yeah. It'll be a three for me as well. Oh no! Three point five. Bring in Tim Allen. Our final high school of the day, king of king of segways. King of segments. Um, segments. Kirk Ferentz, the dean of college football <laughs> and of the Big Ten. Uh, still still younger than, uh, than Nick Saban, 62 years old. He's been at Iowa since 1999. He makes four and a half. He went eight and five last year, 12 and two the year before, eight and five the year before that. Um, overall record, 155 and 18 at Iowa. I want to e- 155 and 118. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, 155 and 118. Um, I want 155 and 18. He'd be fucking great. <laughs> I want to end with Creel on this. Um, I am gonna say, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> I am gonna say, stay the course, just because eight and five isn't great, especially when you're coming off a, a 12 and two season. When you get, you know, when you're just on the outside of the playoffs. But it's Kirk Ferentz. He can do anything he wants. He's probably going to have the field or the stadium named after him one day. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But for now, stay the course. I mean, you know, four, four and a half is a lot of money. I'm going to say extend the contract. Why? Let's just let's stop messing around. He's 62 years old. Um, let's say he coaches for another decade. Whatever. He he belongs at Iowa. Iowa. He's the hero they deserve. They seem to be happy with it. He, you know, there's not a lot of trouble coming out of there. They are good enough, frequent enough that those folks are fine with it. Why? Put a ring on it. If you like him, you better put a ring on it. Just let it ride. Extend the contract and say you're here until you stop doing this, and then we'll move on to somebody else. Yeah, that's that's all well and good. I give him a three. I was going to say, like, rename something after him, but Sean's right. Once he retires, they'll take care of that. And there's already, like, a room or something at the hospital <laughs> named in his honor because he had a grandchild, uh, you know, sadly uh, pass away there, and they donated a bunch of money. So there's going to be a lot of things named in that town after him, uh, just not yet for the football team. Though. I did like the Italian flair that you put on uh... – Put on that sense. He donated a bunch of money. A bunch of money, yay. Um, well, Kirk Ferentz squeaks out Tom Allen as the safest coach so far. Maryland Terrapins. I remember playing NCAA basketball on Super Nintendo, not knowing what the hell a Terrapin was. Looked it up. It is an edible turtle. 
All turtles, turtles. Oh, never mind. Teenage mutant ninja turtle. Teenage mutant. <laughs> Aren't all turtles edible? I mean, isn't anything edible if you really put your mind to it? <laughs> You're right. Any any You're turtles right. all the way down the line. Any pizza is a personal pizza if you Just really believe in yourself. Turtles all the way down. Uh, DJ Durkin, forty years old, taking over for the. Um, on edge, Randy Edsel, uh, two years ago. He went from six and seven last year to four and eight, 10 and, fif- 10 and 15 at Maryland. Maryland, for the past two years, have actually pulled out some. What did they do last year? They, they beat somebody. They, they beat Texas early. They beat Texas early. Um, and then they shit the bet for the rest of the and- year. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. They had a, they had a lot of attrition. They lost at least two quarterbacks. Two of them, I think, they lost like in the second game of the season. Um, so it got tough on them real quick. I'm gonna just say stay the course here. Last year, I'm throwing last year out because there were injuries. I don't know why I know so much about Maryland football either. <laughs> don't think I'm some sort of guy who does a lot of research. It just so happened that I, I guess they were on a lot of 12 o'clock games. I didn't have anything else to put on the third TV. Oh, yeah. So Maryland would go in. Um, they were, was it, did they start out 4-0? and Is that how this year went? I don't think they were 4-0. I think the, they were like 2-1 and at one point, though. But the Florida State game, they thought that they might be competitive. Or the Louisville game was one of them, and they just got yeah. destroyed. But, you know, a lot of injuries and shit. Let it ride. We'll see what happens next year. Yeah, three for me. Why not? Um, I agree as well. Young guy, 40 years old. He's only making only making two and a half. Um, it, 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 does, it does bother me that they went from 23 points a game, or 24 points a game to 20. And then uh, they're giving up basically more than a touchdown. Uh, they went from 31 to 39 points on defense. That's a bad defense. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, I'm going to skip over this next one. We've been going alphabetically, but I want to I save some of these big ones for, for later. Um, let us go to Hankin's favorite coach of all time, the Purdue Boilermakers' own. Jeff Brom. I'm surprised Jeff Brom's 46. I remember him playing in college. We're old as <laughs> shit. Um, I'll I'll take you know they they love him. Um, I I would say extend the contract, but they're gonna do it anyway. So I'll say stay the course. <sighs> I'm gonna say extend the contract is the right thing to do. Because somebody's going to come a-courting. Somebody's going to get caught up in his good boy magic. Mm-hmm. Um, does he wear good boys? You know, they... they no, no. <laughs> different kind. Okay. I'm sure he does. He looks like the type of a wear good boy. Um, but, you know, they they were started out good this year. They played everything close. Blah, 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 blah. I get so tired here about dumb Purdue. Um, which is something nobody should ever have to say. It's not <laughs> something we've ever had to deal with. Nope. And now, all of a sudden, because of a thing called the internet, the pe- we're weird. We're a weird species, man. But yeah, extend the contract because somebody's going to come take him away at some point. Um, and you might can get some money out of the deal. 
Yeah, he'll he'll you, win eleven games one season, and then the world will go crazy. Oh, they'll they'll go ten and two and be the national champion this year <laughs> because that's a thing you can do now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like what you both said, but I'll I'll lean on a three. Show me something more because this was his first year at Purdue, correct? Yes, he came from yeah. Western Kentucky. Yep. Yes, is he the road? He's not the road the boat guy. That's the Minnesota guy. No, that's so, PJ yeah. Fleck. So yeah, just give me give me another year where you get eight or nine wins, then I'll extend it. But seven and six, nothing to sneeze at. So stay the course. Um, speaking of row the boat, let's go over to Minnesota. PJ Flex first year. PJ Fleck was the kind. Uh, PJ Fleck, you know, set the world on fire when he uh, he went thirteen and one at uh, Western Michigan in two thousand sixteen. Right. Uh, national champion Western Michigan. Yeah, sorry, national champion uh, Western Michigan in two thousand sixteen. Sorry, Clemson. <laughs> And he t- he turned down more than a few offers, and he did. acted like he wasn't really interested, and then jumped at the chance. Wait, didn't Minnesota's coach have, have to step down because of sexual? Yeah, yeah they, they had a everybody. Last, they raped a last lot. Whole they were, yeah, they raped thirty-seven years. Well, his mistake was when the raping started and the accusations started. He was like, "I stand with my guys." Right yeah. until and then a very bad report came out and they were like, "Dude, we get it, but you got to get up out of here. <laughs> we can't be a school in the Big Ten who's worse than Penn State. Nobody <laughs> will ever want to get there." Yeah, man, Penn State, Minnesota, Michigan State. That's that's twenty five percent of your damn. That's a lot. Conference, yeah. Um, PJ Fleck went to Minnesota, 37 years old, first year at Minnesota, went five and seven. Um, obviously not as good as 13 and one, but playing in a, you know, definitely a harder conference. 35 and 29 career record. I mean, I'm going to say stay the course for the same reason I said Jeff Brom, but you know, I also, I would also apply Hankins philosophy to Minnesota that, you know, you got to extend it now before somebody comes. It's possible. Frocky comes to court. Yeah, I don't know if, <laughs> if we give this guy this leeway because of that five and seven, man. You just got to stay the course. I'm I don't gonna think anybody's going to. I'm going to give him a gonna, three, two. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think Fleck is in more danger of the shine wearing off than Brahm is. I think Purdue is good enough that Brahm could get to, like, eight and four and that be the catapult to the big job. Whereas Flex got a lot of climbing to do to even get to five hundred. He's got to roll that stupid ass boat <laughs> a long way. And I think that that shit wears off pretty quickly. <laughs> Minnesota's had a had a rough didn't Minnesota's wasn't Jerry Kill at Minnesota? Didn't he have like a heart attack? Yeah, he kept every... having those heart attacks. God, my God. Right. Um right. so I I'm sorry, Hankins what would you give him? <clears throat> Uh, three. 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 And Creel? Three for me oh, as well. Um, we should have probably planned this so that we actually have more of that. You know, uh, Creel's uh, zero to Lovey Smith is definitely the uh, most exciting thing that's come out of this so far. <clears throat> um, we Well, this, this league is very similar to what we saw last time, too, with there was some turnover. There's been turnover in the last few years. Yes, um, yes. Not so much last year, but a lot of guys in their second year. And um, and a lot of programs also that aren't 
football schools. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear that, Big Ten, but they're not football schools. And we will we'll see this in the uh, SEC where one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 out of 14 coaches Jesus were hired Christ. either 2016 or later. Wow. Um, mm. Probably the the last really boring one, because Rutgers is uh, on fire. Uh, Northwestern's <laughs> own Pat Fitzgerald. He's been there since 2016. He makes 3.3. He's 43 years old. Um, I mean, I... I they love him down there. His 87 and 65 record at Northwestern seems to be enough. He went 10 and three last year. I'm saying extend the contract. Yeah, this is somewhere between a three and a four for me because I think he's just the perfect fit. Kind of like Iowa has Kirk Ferentz. This dude is Northwestern. So uh, I'll go ahead and extend the contract on this guy. Give him a, a reward for being there for 12 years. He gets a lot out of that team. They're always really respectable. Uh, seven or eight wins seems to be about average, and every once in a while he pops off a 10-win season, so four for me. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I, in the interest of not going first take, um, it is four is the only <laughs> logical answer. Um because Froggy is going to come a court, and I can't believe Froggy <laughs> didn't come court in this year. He, yeah, he's um, forty three years old. That, that's pretty young for for a guy that has what this is twelve years of experience. That that's kind of crazy. That's got to be a typo, yeah. right? So, yeah, probably. But Creel doesn't make mistakes. Oh no, I I initially filled in the. Uh... Oh well, yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he formatted it. Forty three years old. He's been there since two thousand six. Yeah. Wow, so that, that's that's crazy. It is. That is real crazy. It is tricky. And if it is a situation where he loves that school, build a damn statue. I think, I think that's where he played, too. I think he was on one of those Rose Bowl teams in the 90s yeah. where, you know, sort of uh, brought back the football program. So he was there then, and he's there now. So he's their yeah, guy. If, if this is sort of a parent situation, like you said, they better do everything they can to sure. make sure that he they, he knows he's the dude here. Everything is gravy, and you know, tell him in the negotiating meeting we are prepared to absorb three, <laughs> four, and eight seasons. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I mean, you know, with Ference has only been at Iowa seven seven more years than Fitzgerald has been at Northwestern. <laughs> you know, seven years is a long time, but it's not you know, um, it's not that yeah, long. He, yeah, he is the junior dean of the Big he Ten, is. so that that's crazy. Uh, J- James Franklin at Penn State. Penn, right? Thank you. There you go. Forty-five years old. He makes four point six million. He's come off an eleven and three and eleven and two years in the past two years. Um, Sixty and sorry, uh, thirty-six and seventeen overall at Penn State. If you t- if you take away that, um, you know that two thousand fifteen season where he's rebuilding after Bill. Who was the guy who went to the Texans? O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Um, you know, in the past two years, he's twenty-two and five. It's pretty good. Um, oh yeah, this is. I think this one's a, a slam dunk. This is easily a four. Uh, they were within a whisper of really winning the uh, the Big Ten East this year. They blew a, a double-digit lead against Ohio State. If they would have won that game, they would have uh, been eleven and one playing Wisconsin. 
They probably could have beaten Wisconsin and gone 12 and one, and probably could have gotten in the into the playoffs. Uh, it's been two years in a row where they've had really good teams and just kind of uh, been on the short end of the stick in the playoff discussion. Uh, last year they won the Big Ten and lost in the Rose Bowl. This year they didn't win the Big Ten but went out to the Fiesta Bowl and beat Washington. So uh, back-to-back 11-win seasons is an extend the contract for me. Likewise. You know, the Nittany Lions had a rough patch, as we have talked about a lot on this podcast. And uh, if I remember right, they used to have a statue. They did. (laughs) That was taken away from them. Uh Uh-huh. And I am in all seriousness when I say this. Build a fucking statue. Oh, my. This son of a bitch walked in there. Uh Uh-huh. In the worst possible circumstance. I understand that O'Brien was there before, but that dude said, you know what? I gave it a shot. It ain't worth it. I'm up out. I'm going to coach J.J. Watt. He came in in a a position where it was unenviable to the hilt, and he is a very good match for that school. He says crazy things. He pretends not to know who they're playing next week. (laughs) He does all the things that I think that the people in Happy Valley will truly enjoy. He's got his kids up there. They're talking. They're having a good time. I'm not kidding when I say lock this dude up for life. You'll never have it better than him. Especially if yeah. you, can, and just, you can get another lifer after, you know, with only Bill O'Brien yeah. in the Yeah, in if the you middle. can pull that trick off, yeah, do it. Build a statue. I don't disagree. Uh, 40, uh, 45 years old especially. I mean, you could have him for another 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, let's, let's uh, move on to the birthplace of college football with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, Chris Ash. 44, I'm, I'm imagining uh, Hankins is going to put some uh, dramatic music behind this in post. Chris Ash, 44 years old, 6 and 18. <laughs> he actually he improved upon a 2 and 10 season to 4 and 8. Two wins back. You don't see double the you wins. You don't see too many double coaches the wins is okay. double their 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 victories. He's 6 and 18 at the school scoring almost two touchdowns a game. <laughs> oh god damn chris, chris ash you know i it's stay the course for me it's rutgers they have they you know they, they had a hiccup in in their in their usual doldrums when ray rice was there and you know they'll they'll never be good again yeah this because, is just a three for me just just yeah. wait it out see what happens with yeah. this guy because I don't, I don't abolish the else. program is not an option <laughs> it's a three <laughs> god When's the last time that's happened? When, like, a team has basically said, we're not going to do football. UAB. Oh, yeah. UAB. (laughs) Two two fucking years ago. (laughs) I wonder if uh, everybody who uh, wanted that program back uh, bought season tickets last year. Oh, yeah. They're down there. (laughs) Wherever place that they play. (laughs) Um, Paul Christ at Wisconsin, 52 years old. uh, You know, Another another very good year. Thirty four and seven in three years at a school is pretty remarkable. Um, I forget where he came over from, but I think he was at Pittsburgh for like. Oh uh, yeah, that's season. right. He took over for or maybe a couple uh, seasons. The, 
tiny microphone douche who went to Arizona State. Um, Paul Crist, I'm going to extend that contract for me. You got to extend that contract on Paul Crist. Yeah, this is just another Big Ten school which has the right guy. Uh, Penn State has him. Iowa has him. Northwestern has him. Wisconsin's got this guy. Lock this dude in. Extend that contract. And again, he's another coach who was within a whisper of making the playoff. Uh, they could have just played Ohio State a better first half than they did. They they would have been in it. So this is a four for me. Right guy, right school. I am going to stay the course on him. Whoa. Because I'm Whoa. not convinced In all of, that it's not Barry he, Alvarez. He's had three double-digit wins. <laughs> seasons. Three. Not convinced. Wisconsin's the same school that made Brett Bilma look great. Um, and they get to the summit, but they can't plant the flag. Uh, I don't know that Barry Alvarez is really not the... <laughs> the maestro behind all this. It's the same thing every year. It's just big old line, kick-ass running back, uh, cross your fingers at quarterback. And if this dude can't recruit a quarterback and a dynamic receiver, they're going to remain what they are, a very good team who wins a shitload of games, but when the games really matter, they tend not to win them. So I'm going to ride him out um, and because I think if they want to be what they're – if they want to reach their potential – I think they're going to have to go spend some big money and find a guy who can actually has some sort of championship pedigree. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, Suck it, Badger Nation. Damn. Damn. Uh, Michigan State. We talked about this earlier. Mark D'Antonio. Um, should we take the Larry Nasser stuff out of the equation? Nope, you cannot remove it. Now. No, that's a smudge, okay. and that, that's that's the curious thing. Like, I don't think this dude's gonna be there when kickoff happens. So, if I had to rate him, it's it's a one. Yeah, but it also could be even below a zero, like erase him from the history books. Which, <laughs> you know, a negative expunge, one. But, expunge, expunge. But I won't go that far. We'll leave that for maybe another day. Yeah. But it's just a one. Just a one. Oh, man, this is tough. This is a tough one. I don't think that he will fall to Nasser Gate. I think he will survive. Um, I think going 10-3 and three last year after that atrocious, dismal. It's so weird. Terrible to go from twelve. No good season. Twelve and two mm-hmm. to three and nine. Yeah, but he keeps beating Michigan, <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, mm, that's a good point. As a program who has a, a in-state rival who we hate, if there was a guy who beat them consistently, I would ride it out. I, and that I'm saying for that statement, I am taking the Nasser stuff out. Um. But I don't think it gets him, and I think that he has enough equity that he can survive this. So I'm going to say a three. Um, I'm going to say he's 61 years old. You're paying you're paying him almost four and a half million to not get wrapped up in this kind of shit. Uh, you're not wrong, dude. I say <laughs> you are not wrong. You got to you got to back up the moving trucks. Uh, Ooh, uh, damn. 145 at the school is incredible. Um, but, yeah, you can't. You can't. 
you're you're paying them a lot of money to to not do this and you know um mm-hmm. to go to nebraska scott frost uh, our only new coach in 2018 in the big 10 uh you know for, for me my my philosophy on this is just stay the course for me, it's going to be build the statue for the national champion. So. <laughs> Rename the stadium. That's a five. He's the greatest coach in the me. world. You're giving him a five? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's a three. It's a three, but leaning towards five. Fucking ridiculous. We're going to talk about that. It is a, it is a three. Leaning toward five. 40, leaning towards six. 43 years old, $5 million <laughs> a year. He went 13-0, and 0, won the national championship at Central Florida last year. Um and God, wait, that can't be right, Creel. They only, what? yeah, that's definitely not right. Oh, that's what? that that that's Nebraska's uh, points. Okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. Scott Frost. Um, I was about to say Scott Frost did not go thirteen and zero while scoring twenty five points a game and allowing thirty six. <laughs> yeah, that that was Nebraska's points because they were they probably had over forty a game easily. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh. Going over to, I don't know what Ohio's motto or nickname is, so we're just going to call them Ohio. Urban Meyer. the Buckeye State. Oh, yeah, that's true. God damn it. Uh, Still relatively young, even though he's had several health scares. He's the Sean Majors of college (laughs) football. Um, He's he's been at Ohio State for, uh, this is going to be his sixth season. He's in uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. His seventh, his seventh season. He's been there since 2012, uh, making almost $6.5 million. He's been, Urban Meyer's been 73-8 and eight at Ohio State. 12-2 and, and two last year. 12-2 uh, and two the year before that. 11-1 and one the year before that. Uh, his overall record, his career record is 117-31. That is video game numbers if you actually like play your first couple seasons on Heisman level and absorb those losses. So that's yeah. um you know 41 points a game last year allowing under 20. I I'm saying build the statue only because you have previous giants uh at in 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 Columbus. I am going, oof, this is tough for me. This is a hard one. Because, yes, they should build the statue. Because the numbers are insane. He's won a national championship there. He came back from down 21-6 to Alabama in that national championship run. Lost two quarterbacks, won the national championship. Came back the next year with a team that was better, underperformed. Mm Mm-hmm. Came back the year after that, was half a yard and maybe a bad call from losing to Michigan. Got destroyed right. by Clemson. Des- Underperformed. Destroyed. Completely destroyed. Came back this year, dragged around early, lost 55, gave up 55 to Iowa. Ugh, can recruit his ass off. I'm going to say that it's a three just because if you really look at it, 
Ohio State is essentially the same as they ever were. Cooper would get them close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They won a title. They won one against Miami. Miami, and then they would, you know, they 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 yeah, contend they really for the Big Ten every year. They're good mm-hmm. Trestle. contend mm-hmm. for the Big Ten every year. Beat Michigan sometimes, most of the time. Some, you know, it's they they control that rivalry. It's really not. They are much flashier and splashier with the recruiting and all that. Everything looks better, um, but. This is, they are kind of what they are right now. What they are is very good, but they have Alabama, Notre Dame, Michigan, Texas, Oklahoma level expectations, and they have the facilities and finances to back up those things. So I'm here to tell you that even though he's 73 and (laughs) 8 at the school, even though they went undefeated one year and couldn't couldn't get into the championship because of probation and all those things, it might not be good enough at Ohio State. They're not going to fire him. I'm not saying anything crazy like that. I'm just saying that this year is playoff or bust or somebody, some coordinators are going to be moving on. Yeah, makes sense. I'm going to say simultaneously – Three and five. <laughs> I agree. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly where I'm going. I was going to piggyback off that. Definitely build a statue, yada, yada. He's great. But uh, we, we had the discussion last week about how we all like um, Mike Leach at Washington State because he gets the most out of, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel that Ohio State has everything, and anybody worth a flip can win there. And he is winning there, but is he getting the most out of them that he can? And I think that's why it just sits at a three. I, 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 I don't know. Right. It, it's it's a weird situation because that's a heck of a record. Uh, it is. Not many programs can even match that. But as for as great as they are, uh, they don't win <laughs> it as much as they should, but maybe that's just a circumstance of the times playing in – we're all in Alabama's sort of world here, yeah. and it's kind of a bad. It's a bad time to be in this era because you're going against like the best. But I think with all the facilities, tradition, money, I think they could do a little bit better. So it's just stay the course for me. As it's so rare that I get to quote Bob Dylan anywhere, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have- but he did say, "As great as you are, man, you'll never be greater than yourself." And that might be where Urban Meyer is right now. I think there's also a uh, a feeling of like, yo, motherfucker, you gave Florida two national championships in six years. <laughs> where is our other one? We were in the Cotton Bowl this year. And and are we at that place? Is Urban the kind of dude that six years is about the shelf life? Where he fakes another heart attack? Where. Where maybe that's just that's what he's built for. He's built for uh, a couple recruiting classes, gets them all the way through, and then something happens, and his his eyes move somewhere else. I, there, he left Florida for for some reason, and it wasn't his damn heart or wanting to see his kids. I I won't believe that. Mm. 
I also, I don't think it was, oh, I'm scared of Nick Saban. I don't think that was it no, either. No. But something happens to Urban that he gets the itch to do something else, and it starts to be reflecting in the teams that he has. I mean, he's been known to recruit double murderers. That has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple double murderers. And the thought of that Notre Dame job. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That could open any time in the next three years just leads me to believe that maybe he is about a six or seven year guy and then it's time for him. He's kind of like Larry Brown, the basketball coach. Yeah. That for five years, he's as good as anybody and he'll get you to the top. But after that, just let's start it over. Roll on, John. The second, the second most successful active college football coach if you're judging by national championships um it's nuts Man. it's nuts to think that you know well he's got a six-year shelf life and i mean some dudes are just like that i've never been in a job for more than five years <laughs> i think I, I think i hit five years one time it was movie gallery <laughs> They've had it too good for too long. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, it's it. Uh, what what happened to Creel? Refresh my memory. What happened to, to Luke Fickle? I'm looking at Ohio State coaches. Tressel left in a in a cloud of was, whatever in 2010. Yeah, he, Luke Fickle went six and seven. He took over. Yeah, he took over the summer between Tress the one year between Tressel and Meyer. So Tressel was kind of let go like in May June ish. Uh, and Fickle was the coordinator, and he kind of went in and just, you know, oh, okay. held everything so together. So it was always going to be a one-year thing like Jim Grobe at Baylor yeah, or something like that. Yeah, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, wrapping up the Big Ten. Man, am I so glad we didn't do this la- uh, last week. It would have been a two-and-a-half-hour episode. Um, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, 54 years old. He is entering his fourth year at Michigan he earns seven. He earned seven million dollars a year. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of fucking money. Seven million dollars for twenty-eight and eleven in three years, which is Brady Hoke numbers. Ten and three, ten and three, eight and five. He's twenty-eight and eleven. Um, Michigan only averaged twenty-five points a game. Oof. Last year, you can't do that in the Big Ten. Now, granted, their defense was good. They only they allowed under nineteen points, fewer than 90, uh, 19 points. But damn, you gotta you're not you're not gonna if if you're only scoring twenty five points a game, eight and five is the best that you're gonna get. Wow, this is this is tough. Well, I guess not that tough. This is either a two or a three, and I'm just gonna go down to the two because. The regression is there. Uh, he's got to he's got to change that offense around. This year they were abysmal to watch. Uh, they could not move the ball with any sort of consistency, and just you know his his rivals have been that much better than him. It's this year is a make or break year. Obviously, I think that it's going to be t- uh, very very hard for them to break up with him if they have to 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 fire him, but. I don't know how much shorter the leash needs to get on him. They gave him pretty much free reign because he was kooky and, and winning. Khakis. And he was making headlines, but 
when it doesn't translate into when it when it doesn't translate in the third year to anything substantial like the the games and the funniness it it becomes it's it's not funny anymore you stop laughing and i think that's the situation michigan finds himself in is what do we do now because we signed this dude to the biggest salary in the big 10 and he's not producing so uh you gotta mix it up fire the coordinators so that's a two for me it's a two for me as well seven million dollars for a guy who has zero trophies at anything no right not one not one championship ever not as a player not as a coordinator i hope not as a coach <laughs> you let's think about this as a at 7 million dollar uh salary those are corporation numbers mhm mhm first year what does anybody remember what the first year was corporate mankind um his his salary the first year no, no, the his wins. How many wins did he have his first? Year? He was ten and. Th- they won ten that. First he was ten. Year, he was yeah. ten and three his okay. first two years. Oh, this, he's okay. He's going into his fourth year. Okay, yeah. So ten right. and three. That's a great. That's a great first year. And then he flatlines, which in the corporate world is not good. And then now you get a dip, a substantial dip. You keep. Recruiting the same kind of players. Substantial dip is a great menu item, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's garbage, dope as hell. It's a very, it's a very filling salsa. <laughs> um, you you keep draft, you keep recruiting the same kind of guys. The look, the part, all star at quarterback, six mm-hmm. four, slow as shit. <laughs> throw it to the tight end. Um, you run some weird formations. Um, your khakis are just abysmal. You're a dumb dumb by all stretches of the imagination. You draw what I think is the wrong kind of attention. You pick these weird fights about mini camps and yep. traveling recruit. It's, it's, yep. Yeah. And you don't beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Right. Firing the coordinators should have been done the day after the season was over. Uh-huh, that should uh-huh. have happened already. Um, signing Shea Patterson oh, God. is not going to save you. I know they won't do it. Heisman shortlist Shea Patterson. I was the head of this outfit. Heisman shortlist Shea Patterson. The Sam Darnold oh, Memorial. God, was, uh... Hey, who was that guy from two years ago that played defense at Michigan that everybody said was the best in the world that ever did it? Jabril Peppers. What was his name? Nacho? Taco, somebody? no Jabril Peppers. Taco Charlton was pretty good. It was Jabril Peppers. Okay, he is the perfect um, summation of Jim Harbaugh. But when you have a Everybody player play twenty two positions, he might be a little <laughs> tired when you put him in at left tackle. Everybody says he's great, and then you watch the film and you say, "Well, where is it? Mm-hmm. You, my friend, are a one." And you should Whoa. be in Indiana right now. <laughs> Whoa. He's going to make a great... Uh, I don't know what he would be in the Nick Saban wayward school of coaches that lost their way. 
would that be punched in the face? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he would be an <laughs> offensive or defensive. Um, because exactly, he, Sean, he, you just summed it up. He's, he's not. He can't that coach talented at either thing. And you know, I mean, those those two three years, you know, he he took the 49ers to the NFC Championship three years in a row. Took them to a Super Bowl one one year, and it's you know. They were 49ers weren't the most talented teams. I mean, they they had a lot of talent, but they were not, you know, a, they weren't the Patriots or anything like that. So, um, God only knows. I I remember when Harbaugh was hired. I thought it was a coup. I thought that Michigan. Oh, you love him. You just love him. He 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 did some very good things for us 49ers fans. <laughs> Well, yes, because in San Francisco 49er lineage, going to the NFC Championship game and losing a Super Bowl is heralded as great. Listen, after after 88, 89, Dennis Erickson, Tom Mariucci, uh, fucking, um, who was the, Perry? The <laughs> Uh, Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary, you racist bastard. <laughs> was it Denzel Washington? <laughs> Black guy played for the Bull, uh, played for the Bears. Oh yeah, Walter Payton. When Walter Payton was our coach. Do you remember when Mike Carrier? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is a good reference. That's a deep pull. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I know a lot of Black <laughs> Bears players. Um, well, that is that is it on the coaches of the Big Ten. I see here on our live Google Doc. That uh, Creel has averaged out the uh, the points, um, coming in with a an average of three point one four. That is that is the average uh, number that Hankins gave coaches. I gave coaches a three point oh seven, and I'm gonna say Lovey Smith had something to do with this. <laughs> yeah, weighted me down. It's not the first time. <laughs> Creel gave coaches. Eternal Big Ten optimist, Matt Hankins. A, t- yeah. <laughs> a 2.79. Uh, also, Creel did not give – no one renamed any statues uh, or renamed any stadiums. Um, uh, only ha- uh, Hankins and I built statues. Uh, Hankins for James Franklin, me for Urban Meyer. Um, and Lovey Smith has created a new level. <laughs> This year. The refund. I want a refund. The refund at zero. Yeah. He puts the fun in refund. As long as he keeps that beard. Well, uh, next week, uh, I want to keep SEC for last. What do, you, what do you guys want to do next week? ACC or Big 12? ACC. All right. ACC. ACC. Next year, we're, we're Never hit- Dabo. We're hitting the ACC. Um, anybody have any anything else on other news? Uh, do we want to talk about UCF or Damian Harris owning UCF on on Twitter? <laughs> Trophy or it didn't happen. God. Trophy or it didn't happen. My God, That's a pretty good slogan. It is embarrassing what UCF is doing over there. Um, but now, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this: it's not embarrassing what they're doing. It's embarrassing what everybody who gives it credence is doing. That's the embarrassing yeah. part. It yeah. is. Um, well, thanks for listening, folks. You can find us on Twitter at TTF Network and at TTF Football. You can email us at throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com. You can visit our new website at ttfnetwork.com. 
Um, if you like what you're doing, don't forget to listen to our other shows, Cold Dog Soup and That's Disgusting. We should probably think about doing it. That's Disgusting in the couple weeks, next couple weeks. Um, available wherever podcasts can be accessed. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash TTF. If everyone listening right now kicked in a, at least a dollar a month, as little as a dollar a month, we'd be able to make some serious investments in the Throw the Flag Network. Episode 55. See you next week. Carry no